0: Hey sports fans, thanks for checking out the Tailgate Talk podcast. I'm your host, LJ Smith, and in this episode, I'll discuss some events that occurred over the past week. I'll start off with Francisco Lindor and the impact he is making at spring training with his new team, the New York Mets. Staying in the National League East, we'll talk about Bryce Harper's bold claims about the division and the Philadelphia Phillies re-signing JT Real Muto. Lastly, we'll head to the pitch with the United States Women's National Soccer Team as they've repeated as the She Believes champions. So let's get this tailgate talk underway. Francisco Lindor continues to endear himself to the fan base of his new team, the New York Mets. When Lindor arrived at the team's spring training facility on Thursday morning, he did so in style. Lindor was rocking a replica Mets jacket that was worn by Eddie Murphy in the classic movie Coming to America. He then quoted the film saying, Good morning, my neighbors, warranting laughs and earning over a half a million views on Twitter. The four-time All-Star shortstop came to New York this offseason, along with starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco from the Cleveland Indians. The Mets then sent infielders Ahmed Rosario and Andres Jimenez, along with a pair of minor leaguers, to the Cleveland Indians. Lindor has embraced Mets culture so far, rocking blue hair, but his contract status with the team remains in question, with a shortstop scheduled to hit free agency after this season. This is what Lindor said Monday about a potential extension with the New York Mets. Quote, we haven't found the time to negotiate, and I obviously have to get to know the organization, get to know the people, and they have to get to know me. If something comes up, we'll see in the future. That is between my agent, the team president, and the rest of the staff. The conversations have been non-existent. I think it's too early, end quote. After reading that and knowing that spring training is about to get underway, I'm thinking that Lindor will wait to see how the season plays out and if the Mets are able to compete in the division. Speaking of competing in the division, the Philadelphia Phillies star outfielder Bryce Harper made a bold statement this week. Quote, I think that this is the best division in baseball. I don't think that's even a question, And quote. Harper continued to say that all five teams are really good and that he thinks that this is going to be a juggernaut of a division. Now, honestly, I completely agree. The Atlanta Braves looking to ride the momentum entering the 2021 season after claiming the National League East last year, having youthful talent in Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzy Albies paired with Freddie Freeman and his bat is nothing to take lightly. The Miami Marlins made the postseason as a wildcard team last year and defeated the Cubs in the wildcard round before being bounced by the Braves in the divisional series. The acquisition of Sterling Marte will add depth and speed to their lineup that already has Adam Duvall, Corey Dickerson, and Jorge Alfaro. Now we have the Washington Nationals, who added John Lester to their rotation that already had Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. That has the potential to be a problem for their opponents. The offensive side for the Nationals is also strong, with the bats of Juan Soto, Trey Turner, and the newly acquired Kyle Schwarber. They definitely have what it takes to run away with the division, but in the years past, they seem to not put all the pieces together. As I mentioned in the segment before, the Mets adding Francisco Lindor fortifies their defense, fitting right in with J.D. Davis, Jeff McNeil, and Pete Alonzo. Carlos Carrasco gets added into a rotation that already has Jacob DeGrom, a Cy Young Award winner, and Marcus Stroman. All those pieces put together, the Mets really have the potential to be a true front runner. Saying that now, that's already a lot of star power and talent in the National League East, and I didn't even talk about the Philadelphia Phillies yet. The Phillies have Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, and Roman Quinn in the outfield. Scott Kingery is a staple at second base, a re-signed D.D. Gregorius and J.T. Realmuto, and a young prospect in Alec Bohm who really had shining moments of potential last season. Zach Wheeler was also added this offseason to supplement the works of Aaron Nola and Zach Eflin. Harper stated that the resigning of catcher JT Realmuto and improving a depleted bullpen were difference-making moves by David Dombrowski, the new team president who came from the Boston Red Sox organization, but the Phillies have to out a revamped New York Mets team as well as the defending division winners, the Atlanta Braves, to assure themselves a postseason bid. Sticking with the Phillies and the aforementioned J.T. Real Muto, he has re-signed with the ball club, but the star catcher broke the thumb on his throwing hand while blocking a pitch prior to reporting to Florida. He still practiced on the first day of spring training, but an MRI later revealed a small fracture. His hand will be immobilized for two weeks, but he still may be able to catch during a bullpen session. J.T. Real Muto signed with the organization to a five-year, $115.5 million contract. With the deal, Real Muto will average $23.1 million a year, making it the highest deal for a catcher in Major League Baseball history. Real Muto continues to be one of the best all-around catchers in the majors, hitting .266 with 11 homers and 32 RBIs with the Phillies during the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. He did not accept a one-year $18.9 million qualifying offer. Instead, he was seeking a deal of a longer term on the free agent market. Since 2018, Real Muto leads all MLB catchers in RBIs with 189, stolen bases with 16, and his second in slugging percentage at 489 and OPS at 825. His 57 home runs during that span rank third among MLB catchers. Defensively, he has 11 runs saved over the past two seasons, which ranks fourth among catchers who have played more than 1,000 innings. The Phillies have three other catchers, including Andrew Knapp, who is the most notable, but a healthy Real Muto is by far the best option behind the plate and in their lineup. Real Muto said he's confident he'll be ready for the season opener on April 1st, but wants to make sure his thumb has healed properly. Changing Fields Changing Fields We'll head to the pitch to talk about the United States women's national soccer team winning the She Believes Cup with a 6-0 victory over Argentina on Wednesday night. Megan Rapinoe scored twice as Carly Lloyd, Christy Mewis, Alex Morgan, and Kristen Press also scored in the championship game. The U.S. women became the first team to have three straight shutouts in the She Believes Cup, which finished its sixth year. Rapino scored in the 16th minute on a through ball from Rose Lavelle and netted another in the 26th minute, tapping in a cross pass from Lloyd. Rapino is the all time, she believes, scorer with seven goals, including three goals coming in this year's tournament. Lloyd added a goal in the 34th minute, which was her 124th international goal, and it came in her 299th appearance with the national team. Mewis scored her fourth career international goal in the 41st minute, and the United States took a 4-0 lead into the half. Morgan scored her first goal since giving birth to her daughter, Charlie, last May in the 84th minute. It was her 108th international goal, moving her into sole possession of fifth place on the team's career list. Press scored on a header a short time later for her 11th goal in her last 15 games the United States women's national team is now undefeated in 37 straight games overall and 53 in a row on American soil. That's all I've got for everyone on this episode of Tailgate Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the channel. Until next time, I'm LJ Smith, signing off.